Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. You got it out the first time, buddy. Good job. He was a little worried about that. I was every time. He was kind of thinking that he was going to botch it. And and, and I think his words right before he recorded was, okay, I know I can still do this. Which tells me, Steve, that perhaps we are taking too much time off in between episodes. Well, it's not because for the Patreon, we don't have to do that. That's true. You just come in and be like, hey, you know. Or, Is that how I do it? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Oh, I'll do it right now. Hey. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the episode. Ooh, that's how I do it. Hey. <laughs> that's how I do it right there. Wow. You know, that's what I get for making fun of you, my friend. Yes. Right yeah, poking yeah. fun. Let me try that again. Jest. Take two. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode 202 of your friendly neighborhood Heroes of Noise. What's happening? What's going on? How you doing? It's your boy, how's, Dan. how's life treating you, Dan? Life is treating me fantastic, sir. I you love know, that. Uh, dare I say, I feel like I'm riding a wave, and I don't want to say that because now the wave's gonna, the wave's gonna crash down, and I'm gonna fucking Greg Brady it into the ocean. But so far, so good, man. To 2023 is fantastic. 2023, absolutely, G. I, I mean, not it. for everyone. I mean, no, but for everyone, there is someone that would love their wave. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking it, man. I feel like the big Kahuna right now. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. Not in a, like a blow myself kind of way. I just meant I feel like I'm surfing a good wave is all I'm saying. Steve. I think it's going to be for the rest of your existence. I think it's going to be for the rest of your life. You're going to feel like you're riding a wave. Thanks, buddy. Are you reading my tarot cards right now? <laughs> the medium, Steve Hudson. Have you ever Swami been? Swami Steve. Have you ever been to one? No, I thought about it, though. Really? I mean, I don't really believe in that kind of stuff, but I just think it would be kind of you fun. You kind of do. You How say do you- things that are spiritual a lot. Part of you believes in it. Believes in something. I don't know if it's yeah. necessarily the, uh, you know, the Christian biblical story that's going on there, but that's a whole yeah, other story. Like if you heard a bump in the night. Yeah. You're not just saying, oh, there's a logical expert. Your immediate thing no, is there might be a ghost. <laughs> See, you guys got to take, take it all far. No, no, no. Like if we both saw a manifestation of something, uh-huh. you would be quicker to believe it than I would be. I don't think so. I'd be like, oh, that's fake. I don't think so. I think so, dude, because you're part of you believe totally is in like certain things like I don't want to, you know, jinx myself. I'm like, oh, OK, he yes. You know, things like that. It's not so much a jinx situation. I don't want to be the person that says something right. Like, hey, I've got this particular thing now, which I don't have yet. And then for some reason, I don't get said thing. And then I look kind of like, you know. I don't want to say I look like an asshole, but I got to sort of scoop my way around it and make up. An yeah, but your wave isn't predicated on that one. You're riding a general wave. Yeah. And we're being very vague. No one knows what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. In a general, you're just having a good time in life. And I think you think if you say something about it, you're like, then it goes left. Yeah. Like a kind of. Yeah. Thing. Well, just, yeah. you know what, dude? I know this guy named Dan Ramirez and I know how his life works. And oh, it's just sort of been that way. Everything's <laughs> great. And then <laughs> into a fucking brick wall. <laughs> Here we go. The other oh, shoe will always drop. I don't know. I don't think so, man. But I'm feeling great right now. I'm not necessarily feeling all that. I'm just telling you this is sort of my lifetime philosophy. You know what I mean? I do feel that 2023 is fantastic. Like I've started to kind of 
It's not. It's not even. I don't know if people call it a midlife crisis because uh-huh. mine is a midlife awesome, where it's just like, all right, dude, what do you want to do from here on? Like, what your your chances are? We're both halfway there, right? I would say so. Yes, and so it's like, all right, so with this second half on the other side, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? And it's just fun to be like, oh, you could just do anything, especially when you talk to these old people that are like 70 and they're like, oh, you don't understand how much life you have in front. You just don't get it. Yeah. Midlife awesome. I like that. Yeah, it's a midlife awesome. When people say crisis, it's like. You go, crisis, nothing. Midlife awesome. And they go, oh, that's great. And they walk away and they're like, what an asshole. Oh, they'll never talk to me again. Can't I just be bitter? This fucking guy. You want to hear something? That happened to me yesterday that bugged me. I almost texted you. What happened? Because Belle and I were just tripping on it. So a song got stuck in my head and I was like, I bet you Dan would know this song. But I was like, I refuse. I refuse, dude. I'm going to figure it out myself. You were going to fight the fight? Yep. And it was just like, reach out and touch space. I was like, what is that? I wonder. <laughs> and I was like, is it touch face? I was like, it is touch face. Isn't it face? So I Googled, it is. And I pushed face. Nothing came up. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I was like, nothing's working. We'll be singing it into anything. And I'm like, I wonder what it is. Dude, all day. And finally, Belle was like, it sounds like something Depeche Mode would sing. Reach out and touch me. Here's the funny part. The only reason I clicked, I went to the Depeche Mode Essentials. Yeah. And I looked through their, their disc, you know, the, their, their hits. And I'm like, mm-hmm. huh. And there was only one that I was familiar with. And that was because Jay-Z said, I need a personal Jesus. I'm a Depeche Mode. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably this song right here is the only one I'm familiar with. It, it just happens to be the song that was in my head. Now, I question, where the hell did I hear that? Because I don't listen to Depeche Mode. But all of a sudden, I was driving. I was like, reach out, buzzes. Boom, 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 boom. That's pretty <laughs> sick, though, huh? You That's a nasty <laughs> intro. I never got past 20 seconds. But I was like, oh, that's a nasty intro right there. They've got some pretty good songs, dude. I can't hate on Depeche Mode too much. I would actually I think, go see them. There's a, that's a band that I have not seen and I would like to see. Yeah, I think they're a weaker Duran uh, Duran. Oh, I don't really see the similarity at all. I just, in my brain, they're a garbage Duran Duran. I think you need to get out of that Depeche Mode and get into it. Hey, what? I wonder mode. what Depeche means. <laughs> I bet you it means something. Speaking of Depeche Mode, they're actually having that. This is topical. They're having a little bit of a wave right now. Are they? Like Metallica had their wave and Kate Bush had her wave. New wave? Uh, yeah. Actually, it is a new wave. It's an old new wave. But yes, you know how they we had the running up that hill thing. Oh, Jesus. That, yeah. that wonderful song, Steve. And then we had the Master of Puppets thing with Eddie. What the hell is his name? Eddie Munson? Eddie Munster? Some shit oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Well, now... With the brand new, we'll talk about this show in just a little bit, so let's not get into the show yet, but I will say that with the first episode of The Last of Us being over now and the second one upon us, at the very end of the first episode, they play a song called Never Let Me Down Again by Depeche Mode, and it's kind of a sick song, too. Have you heard it? No, I haven't. Do you remember what song it was, by the way? I guess you heard it if you watched the show. Oh, no, no, no. I only watched the first episode. Are you listening to me, sir? This. This is the end of the uh, episode right here. He goes like this, Steve. He goes, I'm taking a ride with my best friend. It's like that. Here Is we go. that how it goes for real? I'm taking a ride with my best friend. 
you remember that at the end of the episode? I do not. Well, Steve, it's there. And goddammit, if they're not having a wave themselves. Look, look, Depeche Mode has never really gone out of, of you know, oddly enough, their name means fast fashion. And you used that Google, did you? I did. It's never good because they've always kind of, you know, hung around like that, that quote in Rounders. He keeps hanging around. They keep hanging around no matter how far it gets. Depeche Mode is just around. So, you know. Like your friends with no money. They just keep hanging around. Yes, dude. And I don't. They're another band. I respect them, but I do not get it, man. Hey, you like that about you too? You're like that about the cure? Oi! You know what? Never mind. I get to I get to Pesh mode way <laughs> more than I get you to. I way more. You're, get to you know Pesh what? Mode. The thing is, bro. You're in this like category of people where it's a, it's a huge group of people that say this. So I can't really argue it. Especially now, I like a lot of their older, their very first shit, like Album Boy and War. I like those albums. But uh, Unforgettable Fire was another great one. But uh, yeah, I'm not really into their new stuff. However, Steve, I think I might have to go see you two one more time in the near future. Why is that? Have you heard of that place in Las Vegas that's opening up called Sphere? No. Dude, look up Sphere real quick. Sphere. I can't get all typey over here. I got a lot of shit set up. So maybe you can uh, look up Sphere along with the audience here and maybe just describe what it is. Oh, my Lord. Did you see that? Anyway, I'll talk to you. (laughs) It's a new arena that's opening up. I'll I'll say that. Oh, nice. But it's a Sphere. And I can't remember how many people this place holds, but it's going to have one of the biggest LED screens on the ceiling in the world. And on the outside, it can change its out, outer. It looks like a moon or, 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 or a planet, I guess. It's going to do all kinds of crazy shit because it's Las Vegas. But anyway, U2 uh, has a residency that's going to start there. I guess it's like the end of the year. I may have to go see that, man, because say what you want about U2. They know how to like use technology in their live act and they make it fucking awesome. So I don't know. Like you two, like I do a little bit. I would go see him, everybody. You are big on, you're kind of big on you two a little bit. I'm not big on you two, Steve. A little bit, G. A little I'm really bit. not big on you two. You know what, though? Uh, I, was, I was thinking something today, speaking of music. What's your knowledge about uh, Van Halen? I do not know them. Oh, well, you, I know they were so popular in the 80s, I had no choice but to know some of their songs. Okay, so you realize that there were, well, there's actually three singers. One of them we won't count, his name's Gary Sharon. But uh, the two main singers of Van Halen were David Lee Roth and then Sammy Hagar. Right? I do remember that because people used to call it Van Hagar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you recognize the two? Like, would you Absolutely. know which one's Dave, which one's Oh, Sammy? no question. Okay, I figured so. So when, when Van Halen came out, I think this album came out, excuse me, not Van Halen, but 195150 is what I'm trying to say. Holy shit. They had the album 1984 that came out in 84. And then in 1986, they had 5150. Pardon me, the numbers confuse me. And uh, that was their shift right there. It was like a big shift. And I was walking today and I had my earbuds in and I was like, you know what? I don't know why, but I woke up with one of their songs in my head and I'm like, I'm going to give them a, give them a listen because I was always that guy that was more of like the, the uh, David Lee Roth guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, I've seen both acts before. And I think honestly, some people are going to hate this. I think that Sammy Hagar is the better singer. I really do. Like, I didn't really like the Van Hagar version, so I thought when I was younger. I, I, I listened to their songs on the radio and shit like that. I did go see them in concert, but I was never, like, I would never go, yeah, they're awesome. And I was listening to their first album with Sammy Hagar today while I was walking. And you know what? That's a good fucking album, dude. It's, like, really good. And I, I don't know if people are going, like, yeah, no shit, Dan. But I kind of gained a new appreciation for it, man. It's pretty good. It made me feel kind of happy. 
I've always heard that Hagar was a better singer, but yeah. I heard that Roth was a better performer. Yes, he's the showman, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've sure. always heard that he was a better singer, though. But like, I was just thinking about like, uh, I, I really couldn't think of another band that had a more successful album on their new singer's debut. Genesis. More successful, commercially successful? I would question that. I'm not arguing on, with you, on Phil I, Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean numerically the like numbers like what what kind of numbers that particular album whatever the one oh was, i okay, thought like, you meant on mass uh you know phil collins the 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 genesis like after reading his book yeah. they were humongous after peter gabriel oh for sure but you know honestly so was van halen that's the yeah. thing I, they were yeah, so massive I think both during of them, that yeah. time because they wrote all of that MTV wave. Well, there we go with the wave again. But they were on MTV like crazy. So was a Genesis. But yeah. they were more like in that whole land of confusion phase. Which was, Heck was yeah. I can't remember what album that was, but that was a successful one for them. That, and but that anyway. was with, uh, they had I Can't Dance that with that album. But they had the one with uh, Tonight, Tonight, Tonight was huge. Yeah. Yeah, all those, all those jams were... Uh, yeah, so that's a second singer. I don't know other bands that had a second singer that was more successful than the first. I, well, I would say Iron Maiden would be another one of those bands. Oh, I didn't even know they had another singer. I mean, it's more of an opinion thing, but I mean, numbers-wise, they did better too. Their tours got bigger. Everything got bigger with Bruce Dickinson, and, and I would say fan base would agree with that. But I don't know about like a huge album. I'm thinking 5150 might be the... The album, do you know what I'm saying? Like that album was the probably one of, and I don't know about the numbers. I'm just saying like the album that was like the most successful yeah, after they had this. a major change like that. I can't think of another one. Let me see the biggest Van Halen album. Because it was everywhere. Now here's the thing. It's like 1986. So I'm a kid. I'm not paying attention to that part of the music industry, but I'm saying Van Halen just blew up even more once David Lee Roth was gone. That's the crazy part about it. And there was always the people that are like, no, I'll take the Dave days. But say what you want about them. They were massive. Uh, okay. The number one selling Van Halen album is 1984. Yeah, I would agree with you because that had Jump. That had Panama. I'm saying, like, I can't think of, you know, like a, a, a band, <clears throat> excuse me, getting a different singer. And then they've, I've seen bands bomb that way. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, they actually I got think them and Genesis are the, or, and you said that other, the other band is the other don't you ever call Iron Maiden that other I band? I think they're the <laughs> Iron Maiden. <laughs> I think you know what's funny. I think we're missing some, and we're all I'm saying is boys and men plays fairgrounds. Iron Maiden plays arenas. That's all I'm saying, Steve. Bruh, I'm just saying, Bruh. Steve. I mean, you know what? People love Iron Maiden's not playing the fucking Love Jam on on Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? This is true. This is very <laughs> true. Give them that at least. They are very, they are old white folks love their music, man. It's like, you know, that's why country music folks never go out of style. Oh, Steve, come on now. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're never going to go because like, hey, I got to see George Strait, you know? I think it would be true. You know what? This town goes nuts for George Strait. You're right. Yeah, see? This town wakes the fuck up, huh? When George Strait comes? We're a country town, everybody. I don't, I don't know if you Unfortunately. Uh, I think have done any homework though. on Fresno, but we're sort of in the armpit of California, and that gives us the agricultural life, and that gives us farms, and that gives us farmers and country music, goddammit. <laughs> you know? Do you like any country songs? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I just hate all country music. I think it's very close-minded to say that shit. I don't like anything of that genre, period. Now, if you're saying something like, you know... uh. Nazi 
hardcore metal punk or something. Yeah, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? But if you're yes. just talking about like a genre like country music or pop or R&B, what have you, I can't just hate on an entire genre. So yeah, I think there's some good country songs out there. But I don't like this pop shit that they have now. I like the the old guys, the outlaw. Oh, you don't like that Taylor Swift? Nah, but I got to give her props. I mean, you got to respect her for her for her uh, her work ethic. You know what I mean? And her model. I know I was giving shit a couple of weeks back about her, whenever, however long ago that was, about the whole Ticketmaster thing. But I was kidding. I know it's not her fucking deal. You dig her? I don't really dig her, but I do respect her, man. I mean, I respect her hustle and I respect yeah. the fact that she re-recorded a, an album just to make it her own. I, I think she recorded that. several of them, I think, right? She's like, dope. Yeah, that's cool. But I, I mean, she's dope and taller than I thought she was. She does look like she's got some big feet. <laughs> Doesn't she though? Seriously, I bet she's got some 14s on her, bro. <laughs> 14s. Jesus Christ, dude. How long till I get a pair of shoes in my size? Well, it's going to take forever. Sorry. I, is that a song of hers? I, I, I probably I don't I know. Thought it I was like, if you wrote that, that's pretty. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get that joke, and I don't think anyone else would either, Steve. There's, there's one for like, the I was editing. Like, Did he just make up that song? No, no, no. Let's move along. So anyway, I was well, saying though, uh, getting back to the Van Halen thing, I just want to say that I, 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 I'm just putting it out there for anyone that gives a shit that I think I was a little hard on the uh, Van Hagar phase. I did jump from 5150 to their second album, OU812, and I got about two songs in. I'm like, eh, maybe not. But I got to say, as far as 5150 goes, it's a great fucking album, and I'm taking it back. I, I, it's been over 30 years. I should probably give this album a little respect now. That's fair. You know? And, and you know what? Speak, did you know there's 22 bands that actually thrived with their second singer? I didn't know that. Uh, let's see. Let me see how Come many on. of these I can get. No, yeah, do not, do not look. Go ahead. I'm not looking. Um, okay. You already mm-hmm. said one of them, Iron Maiden. Well, Van Halen. Yeah. Okay, that's there. Okay. Uh, I would say Iron Maiden. I would say... Now, see, a lot of these are going to be like matters of opinion, though, Steve. Because, you know, you have like someone like Ronnie James Dio went into Black Sabbath. He's a far better singer than I was. That's one. Who else? Oh, by the way, another bold statement on my part. You know what? I'm done fucking hating on Nickelback. Give them a little props. They got talent. All right. Anyway, what else? Let's see. You know what it is? It's these fifties. These these fifties are getting to me, Steve. I'm starting to like re. That's okay. Like, I'm rewiring shit in my head, man. Which is fine. We're growing. We're grow. I don't know. I'm shrinking, bro. I lost thirty pounds. But anyway, I'm, I'm all over the place. I apologize. Uh, who else? Who was good? Let's see. Journey. Journey is not on this list. But they had an original singer. And I forget his name. But Did uh, they thrive with the second. Fuck yeah, they thrived with Steve Perry. Hell yeah. When you think of Journey, you think of Steve Perry, right? Oh they, yeah, they, that's true. There you go. Uh, who else? Can you throw some hints at me? Anthrax. Oh, yeah. Anthrax, because uh, Joey Belladonna was their second singer. I can't remember what the other guy, uh, uh, Neil, Neil, Neil Turbin. Including, however, Neil Turbin. Yeah, yeah Neil Turbin. Yeah. Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah, because it went from. Um, are they are they saying David Gilmore versus. Uh, there you oh, my God. Why am I? Yes. Oh, Roger Waters. It said, however, David Gilmore and Roger Waters weren't originally the front men. Sid Barrett was. Sid Barrett. That's right. Yeah. I would say that's a huge, huge, huge fucking uh, change. I don't know who Deep Purple is, but they, they count them out. Deep Purple rules. Uh, Dream Theater. Yeah. Big time change. I don't know who Cannibal Corpse is, but they're one. <laughs> Faith No More. Yes. I was going to say that one. I was listening to you, sir, but Faith No More. Huge. They, they had such a massive jump their singers they had courtney love at first 
Oh my god, I did and not Courtney know that. Courtney Love, dude, you can like look what? up uh, on YouTube if you that look up like bonkers. Faith No More. It's terrible. I mean, it's fucking horrible. And then they had this guy named Chuck Mosley, who I honestly don't think was a good. He's dead now. I'll give him respect. I won't disrespect Aww. the dead. But uh, he he did two of their albums. We care a lot and uh, introduce yourself. And then Mike Patton jumps on and just completely just who who are these guys again? But what was cool is back in I think it was like 2010. I got to see Faith No More. They got back together. They'd been gone for about 20 years and uh, they brought out Chuck Mosley. So it was both singers on stage. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a very cool moment. Good, good, good concert. Very good concert. Yeah, very good. Caught me a little uh, pick. Got me a little guitar pick there. You know? With I oh, oh I thought you said like a pick with the, the with the band. Yeah, the guitar. I got a guitar pick. From I know. Band. I was thinking when you said a pick, a picture. You're like, I got oh, a little pick. Gotcha. I was like, oh, snapped me a little pick is what you thought I was saying. Yeah, there? I thought with the band, I was like, look at this guy. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Sepultura, Sepultura, Sepultura. Oh, Sepultura. Yeah, the Cavaleras, their brothers Max and Igor were the the drummer and the singer and guitar player. And then they quit. And then, uh, oh, God, I don't like him anymore. But I think his name is Derek Green. Yep. Yeah, Derek Green. I would Alice not say that James. they thrived. I would not say that they thrived. They said they friend. thrived. Ah, oh, nah. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, they're still around. So that's good. They have actually, I think they have more albums than the other lineup did. But no, not as good. Anyone will tell you. This. Alice in Chains. Uh, thriving. I'd say that they're still doing okay. They still tour. <laughs> like I was going to go see him. No, I was going to go see him Not a couple of years ago and they still put on a great show, but, uh, the new singer for, let's see, Lane Staley's replacement is William Duvall. Yep. Yeah. William Duvall. He's great, but he's no Lane Staley. Uh, the Dillinger escape plan. Yes. Um, a lot of people just fucking hate this. Dillinger escape plan. It's, it's a lot of noise, bro. I don't think you would dig that at all, but you're familiar with them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They've had several singers. Mike Patton actually was was on. Oh, my uh, God, for real? I didn't know that. But the new singer, uh, he's he's like a short buff dude. I can't think of his name right now. Greg Pucciato? Pucciato? Greg Pucciato? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all right. Uh, I don't know who Three Days Grace is, but they listed them. Nor do I. Uh, Under Oath? Not familiar. I do know who they are. And I think I've even seen them, but I couldn't tell you anything about them. Arch Enemy? Same thing with them. There's been a lot of like Oz fests that I've been to where I catch uh, these bands on the side stage, but I don't really listen to them. Halloween. Yeah, that's old school shit. That's 80s stuff. I think they're still around though. Escape the fate. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't know about any of those, bro. But you knew a lot of them, dog. Dad, gone, enough. bro. Sepultura. Sepultura. The hell is that? Means that? In, uh, I think that's Brazil. What is it? What do Brazilians speak? Portuguese? Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it means grave. Sepultura is grave. Dude, that is amazing. You knew all those bands. And there's, you know, that that actually gives hope to people in bands where they're like, I hate my lead singer. If they quit, hey, continue. Have the drummer start singing. Do something. Because my Lord, I didn't know there were so many bands that kept on going. It was cool. Well, that's what Genesis did, right? They sure did. Did Phil Collins start off as just the drummer? And then he's like, I'll sing. He was just the drummer. Well, they the thing is they were looking for singers and Phil Con- and they are like, we can't find anyone. And they're like, I guess, Phil, you're just going to have to stand in until we find a good one, I guess. And he's like, oh, God, I can't really sing that well. And it just it popped because he's not a fan. He wasn't a fantastic singer. He just writes songs that he can really songs. He wrote great pop songs. Yes, he writes great songs he can sing. So, I mean, what more do you need? You know? 
But yeah, I think uh, I've always heard that Hagar was a better singer. And they're like, I've never seen him live, so I don't know. But they're like, you can't beat um, Homeboy. David Lee Roth. See, that's hard to say because I've never seen David Lee Roth before he left Van Halen. It was after. So I caught old David Lee Roth. It was kind of cool because it's like, oh, I'm getting to see Van Halen with David Lee Roth, even though it wasn't the full lineup. It was Wolfgang actually was playing the bass. But uh, yeah, I think he was actually the weakest part. Like if you listen to, oof, I don't want to do it. That's cold-blooded. But if you listen to like the live album they put out, ooh, it's bad, dude. It's really, really fucking bad. Now he did go solo. David, that's when he did the California Girl song. Yeah, yeah. Eat him and smile. That's a great album. I like that song. It's it's a fun album. I like that one. I remember when living in L.A., where you know the video would come on, and we're like, oh, we know where that is. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, we knew where that was. Where did they film that on? Like in Venice, right? Like Venice, yeah. We were like, oh my god, and it was everywhere. Like they went to the forum, like different places in L.A. They'd show. We were like, oh. You had that uh, California girls. You had just a gigolo. Oh, I do remember. Now what's what else did he do on that album? Yeah. What other songs would I know from that album? Uh, I don't think because there were some radio hits, right? Oh, Yankee Rose. I'd never heard Yankee Rose. That was like the song that, that he came out with. You know what? California girls isn't even on this album. What? Eat them and smile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he did crazy from the heat, Steve. I that's the album that, that you you uh you were digging feel 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 does it have that song on it so many people do not know what we're talking about you think someone's gotta know oh dude a lot of people do but a lot of people are like what the hell are they talking about <laughs> part of the movie dude that movie just ah so good and then it just takes that weird dark turn i didn't i didn't really like the movie when i walked out of the movie i said i wish it just would have been all of fill my heat i thought that's very funny the rest of it i was like it's fine it just got so dark it just went a whole different direction and i wasn't enjoying it anymore it really did and unfortunately that director i'm not a big most of his movies i'm not really into who directed that again isn't it paul thomas anderson or is it wes anderson I get those two guys confused. Is it PTA? Um, I think it might be PTA. PETA. Boogie. I do. That sounded right anyway. It is. Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. A lot of his movies, I just don't do, dude. I I cannot stomach. You know how people are like, oh, it was so introspective. No, dude. 
Let me ask you a question, though. Yes. Can you feel the heat? I can feel the heat. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can, buddy. Hey, let me real quick before we start moving on, uh, along here with the rest of the show. I do want to say one thing. I just wanted to uh, give a well wish, if you don't mind, to a friend of ours. Yes. We're talking about pop culture leftovers. We're talking more specifically about Jake, who has uh, decided to move on. Basically, he's doing different things. He has uh, plans. And for various reasons, he decided to step away and take some time away from the show. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like a 100 percent. He's gone forever kind of thing. I look forward to hearing him on the show. But I just wanted to say uh, from Heroes of Noise. Good luck to you, Jake. Congratulations, buddy. Whatever you do. Absolutely, dude. We're rooting. We already know he's going to be do, do fine. He's going to be happy doing uh, whatever he decides to do. He's doing what a Jake does, Steve. And what does a Jake do? I don't know. Something. I think he's going to be doing some competitive gaming. I think oh, he's uh, dude, wanting that's... to work more. He's got some goals he's trying to work towards. You know, he's just doing doing yeah, still young, shit. Dude. You got to do sometimes. Yeah, he's still young, so he has. He's still like he's still a kid. This guy. But I do want to say congratulations to Mr. Joe Stark, who's taking over uh, the seat along with Brian. He's he's a great fit. dude. I don't really think anybody fits better than Joe Stark in the show. Oh, no. So. It's going to be a very, uh, it's, I mean, the definition of a stark difference. Ooh. Try <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on. All right, let's go. I don't really like that joke you just did there. Steve. I just think it's pretty dope, man. I'm going to get props for it. Congratulations, Joe. You're the best fit. You're already left over now. All right. What else? Oh, uh, some more news before we move along. This is kind of like a bad news thing, but for me, it's kind of a good news thing in the sense that it's going gonna, it's gonna to give me so much time back. Um, so anyway, I'm getting a new job. I'm going to be starting a new full-time gig here within the next couple of weeks, and I'm going to be working Monday through Friday. Uh, it's going to take a lot of my time away from me. And because of the weird year that we had last year, me in particular, I didn't really watch as many things as I normally do. And, uh, I just didn't feel like it was appropriate to do a noisies this year. So I talked to Steve about it. I said, I probably don't think we're going to do a noisies this year. It's just a lot of work on my part, to be honest with you. And I'm not going to have the time for it yet. I kind of want to get into my groove and figure out what actual time I have left. But I think to supplement the fact that we're not doing that, we decided to uh, off air. We decided to go ahead and do like a top 10. So we'll do that probably next episode or something like that. Does that sound good, Steve? Yes. All right. Are you laughing at me? Am I coming house cleaning? (laughs) You said top 10 so loud. Did I really? He said, we decided to do a, a, a top 10. I was like, whoa. Well, I, think, I think what we decided to do here is that we decided to go with a top 10. <laughs> Sorry. When you, when you listen to it, you're going to laugh. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> I don't know. I apologize. But I'm just, I'm just, uh, I do. The, it shows how good movies were this last year. Is It's going to be rough. It's going to be tough for me to make a top 10. It's going to be really difficult because there are some great movies. Yeah, I think a top 10 might be a little easier for me just because, you know, yes, we could do one, but it would put us back probably like another month and it would be a lot of catching up with movies that I don't think we both have no. the time to do. You know what I mean? Like at the same time. So I still haven't seen Violent Night. <sighs> now I've heard and everyone I've talked to has been like, you're not missing anything. <laughs> oh, I would like, totally, really? totally beg to differ on that. Yeah. They're like, Ugh, it was not what you think it's going to be. It's not a horror movie. It's not a It's not John Wick. It's not anything. It's just what are you trying to do? I'm like, oh, well, so maybe I'm lowering my, it's lowering my expectations so that when I watch this, it's going to be great. I don't think, I don't like who you're talking to, Steve. I think their opinions are trash. No offense. They're horror fans. So maybe since it's not. It's not a horror movie. Yeah, exactly. Did it ever claim to be a horror movie? No. It's basically selling itself as like a diehard meets John Wick kind of thing. And I think that's pretty, maybe not the, maybe not the John Wick so much. But definitely the Christmas, the Die Hard thing is definitely there. It's well, good I'm gonna though, see man. if it it's, makes my top ten. We'll see. I'm gonna watch it because it's on Peacock. So. 
It's on Peacock. Yeah, you can, you can do that, my friend. Or you want to watch it sooner? You can always use my voodoo. Voodoo. The voodoo that you do. All right, Steve. I'm babbling. I'm sorry, man. Got a lot of shit we got to do. I got to get you out of here. You got to get to work. I do. So let's talk about the last couple of things that we've watched, right. and then we'll have to dip out of here. Now, you have been trying to get me to watch something for weeks, months now, I think. Actually. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe a month and a half. We'll split maybe. the difference. Yeah. We'll split the difference. And I was like, okay, cool. I will. But the thing was, is that when I watch this kind of stuff normally, like, and I'm just saying, like, when I'm looking at it, the aesthetic mm-hmm. of it, it's a very gray type of a movie. Yes. And the gray movies, for some reason, just make me gray out. And I just, I just really can't pay attention. So it was one of those movies like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. I got to it, Steve. And uh, this is a 2022 release. We were about to talk about the Banshees of Any Sharon. Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. Uh, Directed by Martin McDonough, McDonough, I believe it is, and stars Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, and Carrie Condon. And also got to give some props to, uh, what's his name here? Uh, uh, Barry Kilgan, who plays Dominic in this. The thing was, Steve, is that when I looked at this, like if you look it up on, say, HBO Max, which is where I watched it, it advertises it as a comedy. It kind of is. Is it though? I laughed often, often on this movie. I, I can't say that I found this movie comedic. Like I'm not saying I'm not giving any, you know, any kind of hint about what I thought about the movie, but com- comedic yeah. was definitely not one thing I thought about. I think any drama can have a moment where you laugh or something like that. But to sell it as a comedy was a stretch, I thought. And when I came out of it, to be honest with you, again, not giving my rating or anything like that yet, I, I was a little bothered. Oh, like I took this movie with me for several days huh? and I felt really, really fucking bad for Potterick. <laughs> I, I mean, as we should, you know, like this. Yes. So we can get into it a little bit I, I, because now you can actually talk about it. So please tell me what you loved about this movie. And I would love to have a chat with you. about it. I thought it was a fantastic. It was a, a great narrative on how one person's change of thought process and ideas of life can truly affect someone else in a way that one person did not expect. Like if you're just like, I'm going to take my life in a different direction. You don't realize how many people it affects. Like you just think I'm taking my life in a different direction. And someone can be really changed by that because you're part of their narrative. You don't realize that you're a character in their movie. You just think, nope, I'm in a solo mission and I'm going to chill. And I thought it was so heartbreaking that the other guy, there's a, there's a quote where he's like, have I changed? And he's like, no, but I have. And I'm like, that's totally fair. But man, is this heartbreaking to watch, like to watch it happening. And man, Colin Farrell, that dude, man. There's a nomination in his future, bro. <laughs> He better win. He better win. I got to look at what the nominations are going to be, but I really can't argue that right now. Like he put in a hell of a performance, dude. And, you know, just think about his last few movies that he's done. He is becoming the chameleon. He is the like Gary Oldman now. He really is. He's like a Gary Oldman. He's always playing a different character. I mean, look at the the fucking penguin that he did. It was amazing. I mean, he's getting to the point where we're going to have to have a conversation of, is he Daniel Day? I think he's in that category. No sure. question. After this, well, see, the thing was, is that he didn't really change his character too much in this, but he can just do little subtleties and it, he becomes a different person, which is obviously what actors do. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm, 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 when I say like he becomes a different person, I'm talking, say something like the penguin. For instance. 
instance where he just that's Colin Farrell. I, okay. I'm going to believe you. And when I see the makeup come off, yeah. yeah. Okay. There he is. But he just did something in this role as Potterick that I don't know, dude, I just felt so fucking bad for was, this guy. Was so absolutely because he's such sad. a sweet man. You know what I mean? He's like a sweet guy. I mean, when they start the movie, there's literally rainbows behind him. When he's walking down the street, he's so happy. To be fair, there'll probably be some spoilers in this, but uh, it's not going to be yeah. spoiler, like super spoiler heavy, but there will be some spoilers in this. Just and people so are know. so averse to watching this movie. Whenever I tell someone to watch it, when they look at the cover, they're like, eh. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh my God, the movies to hang yourself to. It's so, and th- there's a, there's a um, monologue he does in a bar that broke my very heart. Are you talking about when he gets intoxicated and yes, gets bold? It broke my heart. The way he realizes, maybe I had you pegged different. Maybe yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this poor guy. It, his whole life is twisting. And and uh, to see him start changing his personality to you know be like, well, then I'll be mean too. And to see how that affects another poor young kid and be like, I used to think you were one of the good. I mean, it's just like it was heartbreaking. Everything about this movie, except for the funny stuff, was just like, wow, this is sad. Well, you know, the thing was, it's like these two, these two, Podrick and Dominic were, I don't want to call them like the town outcast because they certainly weren't that. Dominic, maybe because he was just he seemed like he was like the town simpleton, if you will. Yes. You know what I mean? But uh, Podrick befriended him and everything. And, and it's like, yeah, he looked up to him because he was, he, you know, he he he. Just for that reason alone, he befriended him. He gave him company and things like that. And he, and he listened to him when his abusive father would do these, you know, these terrible things to him. So he had this like respect for him as like a, almost like an, a parental figure. Yes, you know. absolutely. And then as the movie carries on, he starts to get this negative reaction because he's a human being. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can yeah. only get shut out so many times before you start to react to things. And people become ugly sometimes. I think we've all yeah. been there. And, but it was just like, oh my God, this too? Because once this kid is like, oof, like you said, I thought you were one of the good ones. And then the way that he leaves, I don't know, man. Like I I said, I can't call this movie a comedy. Like this movie kind of broke my heart if I'm being honest with you. Did it really? Yeah. Like I just thought it was such a sad, a sad turn of events, a very unfortunate turn of events. And then, you know, it doesn't necessarily leave you feeling whole. (laughs) It doesn't leave, you know, it doesn't leave you feeling, and these aren't knocked by the way. The movie, I was like invested in this movie within the first 10 minutes of it, like easily. Oh, Based, yeah. Like the scenery alone, the cinematography in this movie alone had me. It's so freaking beautiful. Like I want to go live there. But, um, <laughs> Ireland. Know, I want to go to live in Ireland. But, you know, I, I could see where it was kind of starting to seem like it would be a comedy. You no, know, because, you know, they're, they're drinking buddies. And suddenly he's like, oh, I don't like you anymore. And you think it's going to get funny. Like he's going to do a bunch of like wackiness is going to ensue as this guy tries to get his friend back, but it just keeps getting darker and darker. And I'm not entirely sure. Colm was, was had his wits about him. Like, why would Um, he do that? He does a few things where you're like, Oh yeah. And they're significant things. They're big things that he does. Changing things. And his reaction to what should be what you feel. Yeah. He didn't feel that. So I'm like, okay, there might be, he might not be, you know, playing with a full deck here. Yeah. Or he's going, or he's having a man. There's a lot of possibilities that they didn't actually talk about that he might be going through. 
or he's just one of those man of his words kind of guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And in my opinion, maybe you can sway me on this one here. Okay. But to me, it felt like, dude, leave him alone then. Like you don't want Podrick to be your friend anymore. You don't want to associate with this guy. But then, you know, there's that part where uh, Podrick encounters with a, with a, uh, Dominic's dad, he gets beat up. Uh huh. And then Colm comes, you know, goes out of his way to pick him up off the ground, put him on his carriage. Basically, he took care of him when he told him, hey, get the fuck away from me. I'm going to cut my fingers off if yeah. you ever come near me. again." Well, he's because I think they're trying to make you know he's not a douche. No, he's he just douche. doesn't want to be friends with him anymore. I, I can help. That, a but person. don't you think that's like a, a serious mixed signal? Hey, I don't want you anywhere near me. Do not contact me. Do not talk to me. Whatever. Oh, hey, let me help you up and be the good guy in this scenario and and get you home safely. I think it made him a human where it's just like, even though he doesn't want to be his friend, does he want him bleeding on this? Of course. He's like, that's how bad he doesn't want to be his friend. Yeah. His humanity is intact and he still doesn't want to be. He's like, no, no, no. I'm still okay in life in general. I just don't want to be your friend. You're like, Jesus Christ. There's nothing like wrong. He's he's made a, a decision that. You're not really smart enough to to have conversations with anymore. I have outgrown you. And that is okay. Yeah. I thought it was okay. It's hard though. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say I've ever been in Podrick's situation, like literally, but yeah. like, I mean, especially with the fingers and everything. But what I'm saying is I have had people just say, hey, listen, it's time to cut ties when I wasn't ready to. Be it a, a woman, be it, you know, whoever. Oh, yeah. Dude, and yeah. it's fucking rough, you know what yes. I mean? So there's a whole grieving process that comes with that if you're that invested. And in this case, Podrick was very invested in this friendship. Apparently, Man, they were lifelong was, friends. That's all he has. Yeah. That's no one all else was got. really It's What is it? It's supposed to be like 1922 or something like, like that. They're while the fucking, civil role was going yeah, on or something. Yeah. They're on this island. There's nothing going on there. And Podrick only has his friend and his donkey. Oh, God, his donkey. Oh, Jesus, dude. Jesus. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> this movie just, oh, yeah. it just kept like going down. Now, when I say downhill, I don't mean that in a negative sense. I just, it's just, it became a different type of a movie to me where it started off with, yeah, I can kind of see where they're getting the comedy part of it. And I don't think that that takes away from the movie for me. In fact, I will agree with you. I think this is probably one of the best movies that I've seen in 20, well, oh, the tw- one of the best 2022 movies that I've seen. I should say. It, it, it's, and it was, it's funny because. You know, him and his sister are having that special relationship. Who's She's so great. She she's behind. amazing. And she's kind of telling him, babe, sweetie pie, leave him yeah. You're a good person. Yes. You're not dull. You're not. Just leave. And the funny thing is, just because someone can speak well doesn't mean they're right. As she proved to the guy where he had the years that composers were. She's like, you're just because you can talk well, you have the facts wrong. So you're dumb too. You're just as dumb. You just you just wear it better. And I'm like, you know, this is a great movie. I by the end of the movie, where I mean, technically, dude got it. I mean, who knows what happens? But it sounds like you know, fine. This is what you want. This is what you want. It just when it went off, I'm like, ouch. That was a movie, right? Like, that's what I want to see. There could be a depressing sequel to follow this. Never. Yeah. That, <laughs> that I, I, you know, and I, I will watch anything, you know, at this point, when I see Colin Farrell's name in it, I'm watching. And I think Homeboy, um, Brandon Gleason. Uh, Gleason, I liked him in 28 Days Later. Oh, he's great, man. He's great in everything he does. Yeah. He's really good in the Harry Potter series, too, as Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, really? Very good. 
Dude, he has. A, I think I've seen maybe ten of his movies. I don't know and if I've seen that. I I bet you have. But he's fantastic in everything. He's he fantastic does. in everything, dude. I mean, he's amazing in everything. Now, will we we'll, get a best supporting actor nomination? Um, he we should. <laughs> but the tough thing is, he's going up against Homeboy from. Uh, it, it looks like the wave is going to um everywhere everything everywhere all at once do we have a, the nominations are not set in stone yet right? no but it looks like that's the wave that's what's happening do you know like what are the uh the hopefuls right now i think the front runners the front runners for let me see what the front runners but, that's, yeah ahead. but before we go off on that tangent i just I, yes i love this movie steve thank you so much for you know sticking with me and asking me every single time that i talk to you have you watched this movie yet because quite honestly i probably would have just forgotten about it and uh, this movie did something to me where it stuck with me for a matter of fact, it's still stuck with me. I'm still grieving for freaking Colin Farrell and the donkey and the whole bit. Poor Podrick. Jesus Christ. It's a heartbreak. Dude. What do you give this movie? Uh, this is a, um, oh man, am I going to go overboard? Uh, this, oh shoot, dude. I think it's. I'm going to give this a five out of five fingers at the door. Yeah. I was pretty close to you. I'm five out of five thrown fingers, Steve. Yeah. It's, it's a perfect when I, when that's why I've been telling everybody within the sound of my voice, like, look, watch Banshees of Inner Sharon. Yeah. Without question. I mean, this is one of those movies where like kind of how I said it, if it's something where you don't like, like a darker grayish kind of movie, you know what I mean? It's something I would just, say work past it it's really good just give it a chance it's fantastic i mean it's it's uh these are and, and the thing is i know this can't happen but part of me just wishes every movie were this good like every movie <laughs> but obviously that's just not how life works but man it just would it would make the two hours so much like well worth it as opposed to three hours and you leave and you're like well there was a lot of pretty stuff on the screen i guess yeah jesus christ uh, have you seen Carrie Condon in anything else? Let me look. I'm looking what? at myself right now because I thought she was just incredible. She was, I mean, look. Uh, she's been in Better Call Saul, Ray Donovan, I, the movie, Ray Donovan, the series. She was in Avengers and, oh, it's Friday. The voice of Friday. I have seen her in uh, in um, Ray Donovan. Yeah, Bad Samaritan. I don't know. I'm going to, oh, Spider-Man. Oh, it's for always Friday. In Marvel, she's Friday. You know. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Ray Donald. Oh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. She was in that, but I don't remember. But I did like I, that movie. She was in all these women on the verge. I haven't seen that. Gypsy, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I've only seen her in a few things then. Yeah, that's a five out of five, everyone. That's a Heroes of Noise pick of the week right there for sure. Oh, I remember her from Rome. I can't remember Rome at all. <laughs> well, you're going to even... be going soon, right? You're going to be going to Rome. One of these days we'll get to Rome. I mean, for sure you're gonna, you gotta go to london first see what ciao walk by people saying ciao my little scooter <laughs> you get me some nice gonna... sandals i think I'm oh, wear sandals. and you gotta get pasta. some capris dude don't do it i'm gonna wear like a v-neck sh- really short sleeved tight pink shirt and then i'm gonna have a sweater around my uh like on Your my back neck? yeah yeah around my neck <laughs> I'm going to have some aviators on. Gee, please don't do And this. I'm going to go chow when and I you're drive gonna by walk, people. You're going to be uh, using a little scooter? Yeah. 
I drive by like the Doppler effect. This dude is gonna, be, dude. You're gonna love Romani. I'm imagining, but you said you're doing London. <laughs> you're all, as far as I feel, it's gonna happen for you. You're gonna absolutely love it. I, I have think no. no reference. I think you're gonna do it. I think you're gonna do it. I will. I will eventually, man. After London and after Ireland, we'll see what happens with this new job. I got a lot of shit to rework out now, man. I didn't. I I I know your schedule. You have to rework. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it'll all work out in the end, man. For sure. I mean, absolutely, because you're riding the wave. It all works out in the wash. All right. What else last, we got? We got uh okay, now you said I think you only watched one episode. I watched one episode. And I'm I'm very the funny thing is when it went off, I'm like, I wonder what Dan's gonna think of. Oh, this. Dan will tell you what he thought. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm very interested to talk to you about this first episode because I know what everyone else thought. Yeah. All right. Well, we're talking about The Last of Us. You figured, right? Of course, we have to talk about The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. This premiered on HBO Max last week. We're actually on our our second episode, which happened last night. Uh, It is Monday, by the way. After a global pandemic destroys civilization, a hardened survivor takes charge of a 14-year-old girl who may be humanity's last hope. This is based on a PlayStation Studios video game and written by Gra- uh, Craig Mazin and a creator for television. Uh, star, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, guys. Stars Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, and Gabriel uh, Gabriel Luna. You know who Gabriel Luna is, Steve? Like, do you I remember do. like things he's been in? Gabriel Luna has been in most recently. I remember him as the uh, Terminator in that uh, ill-fated last Terminator movie, <laughs> Dark Fate, I believe. Ill-fated. Yeah, Dark. I never watched it. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I saw a version that I liked more. I'll say that. And then I saw the version that came out afterwards. And what I mean is we I got this email saying, hey, uh, I think it's called like Gofobo or something like that. They're like, hey, you know, if you want, you can come down to this screening of this movie. We didn't know what it was. Gil and I showed up. They took our phones away from us and everything. And we walked in and uh, the director of the movie was there. Dude, that is so dope. So they did like a test screening of the movie. And they had ch- and there's a few things I really liked about it. So I go and I, I, I text Brian. I come out of the movie because he's a big Terminator fan. I'm like, dude, yeah. this fucking movie was cool as shit. I liked it a lot. You're gonna dig it. And then it comes out and it was garbage. So my I mean, was trash. I gotta watch it because I dug I dug him as Ghost Rider a lot. Yeah, I mean he's he's a Terminator. Do you know what I'm saying? There's there's not a lot to him, but I'm just talking about the movie in general. Not a great yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean, he was Robert Ghost Patrick Rider. really set the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just you know what? Great rewatch by the way. I haven't rewatched that. Still holds up, man. Does it? Oh, yeah. Does, is sure. that the one where he gives the thumbs up when he's going down the lava? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy. Your parents are dead. What is your dog's name? <laughs> Mom, how's Fluffy? Oh, Fluffy's fine, dear. Your parents are dead. <laughs> All right, anyway. So, yeah, this is uh, The Last of Us. Let me get back to that. Boy, I'm a little babbly today. Steve. You played the video game, right? I did play the video game. Okay, I played the video game too, but I never finished the video game. As I did. did I. With most of the video games I've purchased, I would just get it. <laughs> I bought a shit ton of video games and I finished probably two of them. You know. And I mean? by the time you want to go back, you're like, I don't even remember how to play this game anymore. How do I even do this stuff anymore? Yeah, so I had it. It looked incredible. And uh, it was a great, you know, what's good about this game is that most people know if you've like, because you can go online and you can watch like the, mm-hmm. uh, the action, the gameplay, you know, you can watch yeah. the gameplay, you can watch the inner, the uh, middle sections and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And they're all great. The cutscenes is what I'm trying to say. They're all, they're all very well scripted for this. I've watched most of them. But what got me about this show is I think this might be the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, or if you have a different opinion, 
that they have actually gotten the video game to movie slash series formula right. I will uh, agree. I don't think that there's, I can't think of another game that they trans. Oh, you know what? But see, I dug sort of, I think some of the Resident Evil is fun that we watch on TV. I thought it was fine until they start getting to number three, four, five. No. Yeah. But nothing like this. Nothing this top notch. Like no, for me, no, 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 no. This falls into the, and I didn't watch all of the whole series, of course, but this falls into a category for me, like what I think of Walking Dead when it was in its prime. Nice. You know what I mean? Like that's how this show is grabbing me right now. Dang, bro. Bro, I think it's great. Like seriously. And then what I did was I watched a video on YouTube where you can uh, see the scenes from the series versus mm-hmm. the scenes in the video game. And what, that's just, it's amazing to me, like the love that they put into this. They really did. Because it's, it's just so close. I mean, there's things that they, they did not have to do that. I understand that you want to do those little Easter eggs and scenes that, oh, I remember that from the game and everything, just to show that, hey, we're, we're trying to make this. I get that. But they went above and beyond for this. They really did. You know, and then you tie that up with some top-notch acting and, you know, the not to mention that the fucking showrunners were the creators of Chernobyl. Which was amazing. Yeah. So you have that level of drama added to this. This is a this is something I'll like this is a new this might be the gold standard for me, to be quite honest with you, as oh, far as snap. like the video game to movie genre goes. I don't think that it's any it doesn't get any better than this. And I, it gives me more respect for uh, Pedro Pascal too. I think that dude I mean he doesn't miss, dude. He's I can't remember I was listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it was the one that you were telling me about. And they they made a good example. They said he he just makes a great cowboy. He does. Also, that podcast stole our style. I don't know who stole what, but they stole it from us. Okay, don't hate Steve. Be nice. <laughs> I love Anna Torv too. Okay, let's talk about Anna Torv for a second because it took me a second to recognize her. And then when it clicked, mm-hmm. I went, holy shit. Because yep. she was in Mindhunter. Yes. And bruh. <laughs> she had a little thing going on in Mindhunter. And you liked her. You like that low voice? Very, very much so. Yeah. And she looks completely different in this. I mean, I mean, I remember from Fringe. I used to think that she was like, oh, that's an interesting new actress from Fringe. She's awesome. I really like her, but she's great in this too. I have seen episode two. So stay tuned. I won't say anything about it, but I will tell you this, Steve, that it, if you liked episode one, you haven't really said much about it yet, you're going to love episode two. It's not stopping. It's getting. Better and better. Like, I'm telling you, this is the Sunday night shit now. And not to compare the two or anything like that and not to come off negative or anything like that. But, you know, we just got through the the last Sunday night special for HBO was House of the Dragon. That was this this is how you do it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is so so much a better show. It's it's just better script. It's better. It's better. Everything. Now, you know, there are those people that aren't going to like the horror aspect of it. But what's cool about this is that they're doing this thing, Steve, where they have the, like, they're the masterful cold opens that weren't part of the game, but they're giving, like, this backstory and creating, you know, they're, they're basically building this world. And it's just so awesome. That whole thing that you saw from the first episode, but the, the doctors in the 60s. Yes. And talking about how, <laughs> you know, how the fungus is uh, something that's not just going to go away and how it can communicate and everything like that. They get into that more in this next episode, but... I just loved how they did that. And then they bring it to the modern world. And this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't listen to us. Basically, they do something similar to that. A flashback at the beginning of this one where it's uh, it just gives a little more background into the first and it's like patient zero, basically. 
was really now, good. Now, would you say that this is a show that what if somebody said, hey, Dan, I just I love it. I just wanted to stack so I could binge because some shows you can't because, you know, like you remember Game of Thrones, you couldn't really stack them because people were ruining it every freaking week. It doesn't sound like there's spoilers that are going to really happen so you could stack and stack and then just binge the whole thing at one time. Well, we're just getting started, though. We have no idea what's about to come. You know what I mean? So, like, if it starts, if something massive happens and you're trying to stack these shows, yeah. you better stay off Twitter. Dude, they love ruining things, don't people they? People love to ruin shit. I don't <laughs> they love that. ruining things. You know, and some people, and I've been guilty of this myself, you get so like excited or passionate about something and you just got to go to your phone and, and tell the first person that'll listen or read it. And you say something that might be kind of sport, like, like you know, give it give it 24 hours. Yeah, give it <laughs> a few days. Something, you know. Yeah. A screen rant is famous for that shit. They're ruining everything. You know what they do. And yeah. some of it, yeah, they really do that. You know, because some things will be like, the, it's like the very end of the episode. And it's like, uh, this person is the only person that the antidote won't work on or whatever. You know what I mean? Something yes. like that. And then the very next morning, why won't the antidote work on this person? Like, come on, man. Let me fucking watch the show first. The weird thing is, like, uh, they didn't really, like, people were so into Game of Thrones that they really went out of the way not to spoil the Red Wedding. Like they would be like on Twitter, we're like, wait till you see this next one. And they really tried not to ruin it for people. And I think they wanted people to be heartbroken like they were. Yeah. They're like, oh no, we're not going to soften it for you. Yeah. And the, but this time, now there's too many douches on Twitter. I mean, now that it's like, you know, Musk's. Elon's uh, Twitter is a completely different Twitter. Oh, it's a totally different Twitter. And for some reason, now I don't know if you're getting this. I'm sorry. This is really not has nothing to do with the last of us go figure but uh i'm getting on these weird things now where it's like people uh anti-vax people that don't worry i'm not getting political but there's like anti-vax people that are like having seizures and sh- oh yeah it's a thing it's all over my feet i didn't ask good. for this no it, it sucks because i think a lot of people use a third party app and now the third party apps aren't working with twitter anymore and yeah it, but i'm getting a bunch of ads every other tweet for me is an ad where it's just like, dude, and I accidentally click it accidentally, and I'm like, dude, what is happening to my feed? So it's, it's, I'm very, I'm kind of off it, sort of now, not really on it as much as I used to be. Reddit is my new Twitter. Yeah, gotta love the Reddit, dude. I love Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> they have the funniest threads. We're like, oh, I could watch somebody fall and bust their lip for three hours. Yeah, let's do that. Uh-huh. A bunch of different clips of that. I like that there was an attempt. The oh, there was an- <laughs> it's fantastic. That's fantastic, dude. Or what could go wrong? Or yes, 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 no. And it's 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 one of those where... Public freakouts. Dude, they're the best. They're the best. And it's, it's one of those you don't have to worry about, oh, let's see, you know, if I'm going to get a million ads. No, somehow Reddit has, you know, avoided <laughs> that. Somehow Reddit has definitely avoided a billion ads on every thread. It makes me wonder how the hell they make money. You ever been on a road trip, Steve, and you're just driving and you're just having a hell of a conversation with the person next to you and you're like, oh shit, I just missed the exit or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I think we just did that with this review of The Last of Us. Well, we have, it's too early. I will say this for, for, for uh, yeah, yeah, we're not going like full series, yeah. uh, full on review, but I'm asking what you thought of episode one. I think, all right. I think it's a great opening episode. I've been screwed over by great opening episodes before. Very fair. I need to give it four. 
if four episodes in, we're still having this conversation, well, then no, quite. It's just going to be amazing. Now, Pedro, the fact that you got Pedro in is a big deal. And the fact that, you know, Nick Offerman's about to, I love Nick Offerman. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, he's in the next episode. Yeah, Not I love episode him. two, but episode three. And so those give me a good feeling. But again, I think we've all had a situation where we love to show for the first few episodes and you're like, what happened? Can you give me an example outside of Lost? Lost was good until the I end. never watched Lost. Lost was good until the very last season. No, for me, it was like uh, uh, recently House of the Dragon. Man, that's I cool. really, really like something it. else or like and, something besides that. But yeah, that will work. You know, and then all of a sudden they're like, wait, who, what, now, what, huh? Like what? And yeah. then it just went because I was really invested. Now I've learned my lesson. And so I'm like, I'm just going to see what happens. But there's other shows that I actually was like, oh, this is a fun show. And after the third episode, I'm like, nope, not going to do it anymore. I'm good. What 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 show were you thinking of? Oh, no, no, no. I was just trying to, I was, I didn't want to go with House of the Dragon because we just talked about it, but I don't know. Um, what what shows did you not finish? A bunch, right? Oh, yeah. There's a, yeah, like, because they felt like count. in your brain, you're like, ah. You know what? I know I have one. Animal Kingdom. You didn't like Animal Kingdom. I did not finish season four and I tried multiple times. Matter oh, of fact, but that I was doesn't on, count. I was on surgical leave. So I had nothing to do and I could not get through the last season. That does not count because you watched the first season. Oh, okay. I'm saying, so you're, you're saying, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about a show that kind of crashes and burns at the end. You're talking about just one season. No, where it crashes within the first few. Like you're like, oh, this is. No, you were very clear on that. I'm just being a dumbass right now. Hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, God. It was the last uh, Mike Flanagan joint. Oh, you're talking about white. Uh, 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 Exactly, Steve. Exactly. Oh, That's my point. The Midnight Club. Midnight Club. Yeah. The one where the 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 kids would meet down in the basement and they would like kind of tell oh the stories. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. Because it's ex- it's a great example of what I'm talking about. That show just I, like You're so right. That it second just episode dive. I was out. Yeah, it nosedived big time. Holy crap, what a great example, dude. That one I was so hopeful at first. And then so after about, I think it was like episode three, I knew I was in trouble, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep on going because of uh, Midnight Mass. Dude, like it's going to, so it's funny. It's all going to come around and it never did. How did I forget about that show? You know, there is one show that I jumped off of and I feel like I need to get back in because people are still loving it and that's what? Yellow Jackets. Yeah, man, I jumped off, bro. I don't know why. It wasn't really a bad show. I just think it was one, probably during that time where I just had a lot to do and I couldn't, I had to drop something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not big on the jumping back and forth a lot during this episode thing. I'm like, okay, it's now. And then it's then. And then it's now. And I'm like, you know what? It's not my, a lot of people love it. Yeah. I'm not big on it. I've just come to this conclusion that now I've, as much stuff as I've watched and as many opinions as I've given, it's just to this point where like, if I have to like work through something and Mm -mm. watch it multiple times, I'm looking at you Andor. I, I, I just, dude, did I tell you I finished that? And did you love it? Dude, I don't understand why people like this show. Thank you very much, Steve. I do not know <laughs> what not show they were watching. I don't know. I don't. Like, by the end of it, I said, that's, like, people are like, it has renewed my faith in, I was like, how? This is better than Empire, and it's showing us what the Dude. Empire was like. It's the nitty gritty of it. I'm like, that's cool. 
But this shit is boring, Jay. Boring like, as hell, dude. I'm sorry, it is. I'm sorry. I couldn't make I don't a show get that good. No, I'm just saying, all. I could not make that show a show of that quality. So for me to say it's, I don't think it sucks. Uh, I do like the storyline. I do like the end of it where it shows, you know, what the prison was all about and what they were creating and all that kind of stuff. I get that. And call me simple. Maybe I just want to see some fucking lightsabers. Dude, I, I just, you know, and I'm going to challenge your theory. I think, Dan, if they, if I gave you a hundred and four million dollars, oh, so many people are rolling their eyes at me right now. Go on, Steve. I'm sorry. If I gave you a hundred and four million dollars yeah. and said, make a good show. I bet you you could make a good show with a hundred. I'd hire the right million. people to make exactly. Good. You would make a good show. Here's the thing. I don't think it's a bad show. I just. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's just a matter of taste and frequency. I think it's, or it's even like, you know, let's say um, your boy, your boy brings his new girlfriend over and he's just mm-hmm. like head over heels in love with her. And he thinks she is the prettiest thing that's ever walked the face of the earth. And you just don't see it. Wrong. You're yeah. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> but you, you know, but you just have to go, okay, well, hey. someone obviously feels that way. So good. Absolutely. For I'm happy for the Andor fans that are getting something out of this. I'm only, you know, being a shit just because why not? I'm on a microphone, but yeah, for me personally, I I, I tried. Is, I tried really fucking hard to watch this show because it's Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Did you finish it? I finished it, but I couldn't tell you what the fuck happened. Neither could I, dude. You Neither know? could I. When I liked talking about- the whole, yeah, I liked all the political stuff. You know, I, I get it. It's just that it didn't erect my soul, Steve, the yeah, way a lot of other people like, had their souls erected. Oh, we all have at least once. I like, I have my soul erected for Banshees. Oh, man. Yeah, I was throbbing. Yeah. My soul was sure. throbbing, Steve. Pulsating. It kind of hurt a little bit. Like, it was the hurt so good kind of throb, you know what I mean? But it was there. One yeah. of them. <laughs> I, had to, I, I had to tuck my soul in my waistband, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I just couldn't get into. I could, and, and also, it's like a lot of the stuff where they were talking about, I can't pull the money out. Why? Because I only have $400,000. Well, well, maybe if we start a bank, I'm like, what is What? Like, what are y'all talking about? Oh, I got to be able to get that money out because once the tax people, I'm like, this is not what I watch Star Wars. I don't watch Star Wars for bank transactions. I just don't. They happen, Steve. And it's good to see the nitty gritty, what really goes on with the real people on the planets. You know what I'm saying? That don't have the lightsabers because they're doing stuff like grocery shopping. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Walking their, their space dogs. Dude, I was so done with this show. Yeah. But again, I'm happy that it brought other people happiness. Exactly. Kudos to you. And I'm glad. You know what? Season two, right around the corner, I'm sure. And I'll be there. <laughs> but Will I don't you? The, sure. But I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be watching. Like, like, honestly, I'm like, just recently, I'm like, I don't know why this show keeps popping up. And I'm like, should I try one more time? Like, now I no. know what the story is about. No. Should I watch it and go, okay, now it's going to click. Like our, it did at with our age, our time is valuable. Dude. Yeah, I got, I got shit to do. Yeah, dude. And, and I, would, I would go ahead and just stay with Last of Us. And I'm sure you have other shows you're watching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? But right now, you know, I'm not watching as much as I normally do. But this is the show, like, by far right now that has my attention, especially after episode two. It's very it's, suspenseful. It's, the horror uh-huh. element's there. Uh I mean, I'll tell you this without really spoiling anything. You aren't familiar with the clickers. I am familiar with those things. You just spooked the crap out of them. The clickers show up in this next episode, and you can tell that so much love was put into the makeup and to the way that it just every dude, it's so good. I'm serious. Yeah, I, 
I'm very excited. Only only because I'm glad that they're not going to shy away from the horror. There are not like there are not a lot of horror shows out, right? There a matter of fact, on normal television or, you know, cable without I don't think that there are oh, there's a few, but nothing good like Last of Us is. And so we don't have like horror shows. Wish I could have watched the opening sequence of episode one whilst on shrooms, not knowing what was about to come. That would have been fun. Like that had to have happened somewhere. Someone was on shrooms watching this. And they're like, oh shit, bro. See, is it good to watch shows on shrooms in general? Uh, some people would say so. It's I a visual it, thing. Some people I, love it. They can just sit there and watch it. Well, I know people like I've known now, what, three other people randomly that are microdosing every day. Everyone's micro. The whole freaking world's microdosing, Steve. But I was like, but the microdose, like, then it doesn't do anything. Then if you're just microdosing every day, it's doing nothing, right? This you is might true. as well drink water. You might as well just go for right? it. Eat a, a cap and a stem. You know what I mean? See what happens. I, I mean, I wouldn't. Don't go playing in traffic. Don't get <laughs> behind the wheels of a car. But turn on some good music and see what happens. You still think about doing that ayahuasca trip? Yeah, for sure. They have a place in Venice. Like you, get, you can go to like the the white version. It's probably going to charge you like $20,000. I think it's like, no, because a bunch of these stand-up comedians go and they don't have that kind of money. Like the people that do like the, the improv and stuff, they don't have that kind of money. So they go and get their little puking out and sometimes they don't puke. And I'm like, oh, well, that seems like an easy. And it's like, we go to like Rajadon Michael to get it done. I'm like, okay, Jay. <laughs> I went to my shaman Brent. Exactly. <laughs> it, I he made guess me a it, sweet. Tea. He mixed it with uh, diet squirt. It was really good. Now it's not as intense as going Coke like, Zero. I, those people out in the wilderness, dude, you are going to puke and all. Like for sure, that's going to happen. I'm just saying, Steve. If I want to put myself through that, and yeah, I do. I want to go do it right to Peru. I want to go to Peru. I yeah. want to, you know, the, you know, it's not like a, I'm saying anything that's like supposed to be private or anything like that. But our boy Chris did it. He's in bulk. Look at him. He's he went to Peru. Great. He went to Peru. Shut up. Yeah. You really need to listen to me more, Steve. Yeah. He went to Peru. Huh. Uh-huh. And Tristan Brown, like a couple weeks before, went to Peru. And dude, they, yeah. <laughs> it's, I really want to have them on and talk about that shit. It's just that puking and crapping thing. Hey, man, you know what? We all puke and crap. Like, who cares? I know. I'll, I'll, the thing is, if I'm in Peru and I'm, I'm chilling, I'm going to be like, well, I'm here. I like that you're, you went French with the accent French with Peru. to like say that? Peru. <laughs> it's actually Peru. Peru. My, my sister was there and she didn't do it, but she's like, I mean, people do. <laughs> is she just like, no, nah, that's too crazy? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like super like Westerners weren't super duper into it at that time. She just heard about it. And she was like, oh, that's interesting. She said I she was having problems breathing until they gave her some sort of weird plant to chew on. So she's like, even that was like, wow, this place is different. She's all then I went and talked to the mother for 16 <laughs> hours who told me this beautiful place that you see, silly, is actually this, you. This is I am you, silly. You are mother goofball you dumb fuck (laughs) (laughs) but no i i would no one knows what we're talking about i'd be shocked if you went to peru just for that here's the deal steve your wife you you think i'm kidding around and i'm not just for that yeah and here's the deal 
I want you to go with me. I would love to go, but I would want to go for other reasons and be like, oh, dad, we're in Peru. You know what we could do? Well, yeah, I'm just saying, though, that you got to you got to reserve some time. Absolutely. Well, you're going to have more of the problem with that coming up here soon. bro. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I bet you Believe when I go and meet the mother, I'll know how to work my time out better. Be you tough, know what I mean? Man. Especially in your department. It's going to be tough, man. What's the ice? I think we're talking. No, I said, no, I was saying getting time off weeks at a time in your department is going to be a interesting. Oh God. Yeah. We'll trial. talk about that too. I have some questions to ask you about that. Cause I, but that's just not podcast yeah. stuff. No, you know what I'm it's going to be interesting. Uh, but so, um, yeah, I, typical, I would, go ahead. Typical heroes of noise thing where we're just now talking about uh, being in Peru, taking ayahuasca. Steve, what did you think of episode one? I'm going to continue. What did you, let's grade it, man. What'd you, what'd you give the oh, first episode? Yeah. I would give it a three. I would say the first episode's a strong, and this is only because I played the game and was familiar with what was going to happen. I'd give it a three out of five, a three out of five normal dystopian cities. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go with a 4.25 mouth tentacles. That was different, wasn't it? Did it make you squirm? I'm not going to say anything. Just watch episode two. Because I remember when they first, when the first one, when that lady opened her mouth, uh, I'm like, oh, you know, it's better. I'd rather have mouth tentacles than those, you know, remember that, that thing where people have holes everywhere. That makes me turn off the TV. Would you rather have mouth tentacles or that thing that the, uh, the, uh, the blue people have on Avatar? The tail? Yeah. I'd rather have the tail. Okay. Just Why would that? That's not even a question. I'm just saying it's, 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 there are two ways to communicate. Yeah. But the tail, I could actually like swim and fly with things. You probably do more than that, Steve. looks like it to me. Not, bro, listen, it looks like it to me. I already got a tail. You know I said <laughs> front tail. That's what they used to call me in college. Your front tail? Front tail, Steve. Uh, <laughs> you know what they call a front tail. Other people, they call that a vagina, Steve. Front tail? Why would they Front do that? Tail. I've heard it called that before. That's not true. I know. I'm just fucking with you. I'm oh, about to say, oh my God, why? I wonder. <laughs> you mean they called me? I just wanted to go for the. They've been calling me vagina throughout my How whole life. How dare school. they? But I, I, I will continue watching, and I hope my my rating goes up. It's just I've been burned, and I'm like, okay, so far so good. We'll see. Yeah, I think you're going to be. This is my opinion. I think I have talked about enough things with you to know what you like. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling you're going to be very happy with episode two and you'll be excited about episode three. Can't so wait. Gonna, I will tell you next week. You're going to get Nick Hall from me. Yeah. <laughs> he was great. And for, he was one of the only things I liked in Parks and Rec. I don't go. Oh, don't say that, Steve. People love Aubrey Prava. Let me just let you know. Yeah, your boy does. You better leave her alone. Yeah, Why don't you? Okay, now let's, it's out. The cat's out of the bag, Steve. Why don't you like Aubrey Plaza? I think she. What did she thing. do to you? Nothing. She just does one thing. That's her acting. Well, what's wrong with that? No, I, bro, it's not bad. If, if, if for me, it's like when people are just like, oh, I just love her thing she does. I'm like, good, because that's what she does. I assume you haven't seen Emily the Criminal? I did. You did? Mm hmm. Okay. So I, maybe I'm asking the wrong person, but is it something I should watch? Because I've been meaning to get to that one. Oh no! You should watch it. She it fits what she does perfectly, and it's got that dude from uh, uh, Theo Rossi's in it, right? Yes, yes, yeah. I think it's I'm a good show. It. It's a good. It, I think it's a 
what I liked about that movie was that it was a great commentary on capitalism. Fantastic. Would you say that Aubrey Plaza does what Tom Hanks does? Oh, no question. Okay. It's just, I enjoy watching Tom Hanks do that. I like watching Aubrey Plaza versus. And you like that pouty lip thing. It's, it's an eye thing for me. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Rachel, what's her name? Rachel Ludgate or something like that. What's her name in the show? April. Anyway. Yeah, April. Oh, April. Sorry, not Rachel. Uh, she, yeah. What I do like is that she was a, you know, she, you know, she just worked as like a, a page on Saturday Night Live and now she's hosting. That was cool. Aubrey Plaza could just give me dirty looks all day. I would Dude, not be mad about that. She only has one look. Why do you say dirty looks? She has okay. one. Well, she could do that look multiple times. Have fun, bro. I'm just saying I would feel you, good about that. You know what's good, though, for Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza though? Hmm. She, that means anyone can be famous, which is beautiful. Wow. You're no, so I'm saying it's good. I'm saying it's good, Dan. So you're going to really be bothered because you didn't like WandaVision. And now they're going to have the uh, Agatha, was it Harkness uh, House of, I forget what the hell that show's called, but she's in it. <laughs> she's going to be in that one. I have nothing against her. It's not that I, I like her as a person. She seems really fun to interview, really amazing, you know, great. I just, I don't understand the... You know how the great actors, you're like, only she could do that? I haven't seen an only she can do that situation with her. You got to buy dinner for Aub- and, and sit with them and eat it with either Aubrey Plaza or I already Aquafina. know who you say. I knew it. I knew who you go that's with. Not even, who do you buy dinner not with? Only, I would have the best time with Aubrey Plaza in the world, knowing that I avoided Aquafina. But you, okay, but see, this was the thing. You had a change of heart about Aquafina, remember? No question. I don't. The thing is, so I was trying I just, to give you some, you know, like maybe the thing is, I you could know work out your con- differences with her in an no, IHOP dude. somewhere. I'd rather keep it for that. I, I can say like, I have nothing against her. I know if I have a conversation with her, yeah, she's going to say something. Dude. You could go to a Denny's and have a discourse about her, her, uh, her affect in <laughs> earlier years over a moons over Miami. Bro. I already know like one of the times she's going to be like, yeah, I like this tea. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving. I Hey, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead with Aubrey. Is Aubrey still outside? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that. What do you think Aquafina's real name is? Um, it's like something really like Janice or something. Why right? don't I look before we leave? Yeah, let's, let's leave on that. More you think like she's Aqu- released that information? Yes. It, we don't, I don't think people mean to release. It's just the internet finds everything. Nora Loam. Nora Loam. How old do you think she is, Dan? Okay. This could go either way because she is Asian. And much like black folks, it's hard to, it's hard to judge sometimes. Very right? much so. Right? Would you agree? Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I bet you she's actually older than I think she is. I'm going to go 38. 34. Oh. Okay. So she's younger than I thought she was. Well, there we go. I mean, she had a very popular 2012 song called My Vag. My Vag, so, you know, yes. she's Yeah, she's killing. I, I'm familiar with My Vag. Just badge. genius. You know? Have you heard it? No, I don't need to. Yeah, sure you do, Steve. She got to start producing with GarageBand, but eventually learned Logic Pro and Ableton because those are... Like an operatic ballet, your vet. I won't boo. I won't do it to you. I'm sorry. I can't. She is just. 
I have nothing against her. You know what? She here's the thing. If you if if you make people believe you're talented, why would I hate that? I'm just you know what I'm gonna do, Steve? I'm gonna wish everyone success. Absolutely. Let's just go with I want everyone to succeed if you're not a dick. How's that? Absolutely. And it does not seem like Aquafina is that. No, no. She is she not made that. some mistakes, Steve. And that's what I say. I don't have let me clarify. I love Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza as a person. I love her as a person. Mm-hmm. And she probably could sing well, I imagine, maybe. Who knows? Life is funny. I just don't understand. Um, it's like, hey, don't you love Steph Curry as a golfer? I'm like, no, but he plays basketball well, so I like him as a basketball player. I think her acting is her golf. <laughs> Wait, did you just say that Aubrey Plaza sings? No, I don't know if she does. I'm saying she probably has a talent that she's probably really good at. It's just not that thing no, I bet. that she's doing. Okay. Oh, dude, I don't get, okay. Did you know that she had a stroke when she was like 13? I uh, did not know that. Yeah, she had a stroke when she was 13, had a full recovery. Again, well, that's beautiful. She's living it, man. Hey, you know, okay, tell me this. Mm-hmm. Is she, do you think, is she the most beautiful person on screen right now for you? No. Why would okay. I, why would you ask that? Because I don't know. Because sometimes you pick interesting people. No, I think she's attractive, but no, I don't really know who. Like a 10 or a nine? I don't know. Who am I to judge? Have you seen me? Oh, geez. I'm like a five and a half, Steve. Who am I going to say? Who am I? Who am I judging? Dude, I was watching. Okay, then we're going to go. I was watching this YouTube channel. And this guy, what he does is he goes up to people and be like, hey, what would you rate yourself? And they say, oh, I'd rate myself a whatever. And they're like, you think other people would rate yourself that? And then he takes the picture of the person and goes ask someone else. I don't know how more people don't get beat up doing the same <laughs> shit that they do. There are some people that just, and you see these things. Getting back to Reddit, you see these things go wrong sometimes. Like there was this one cat. This uh, and, and you, you know, it's like there was. Have you ever seen Kentucky Fried Movie? I have not. There's this seek. This it's you know it's a long time ago, so it's not exactly the most PC thing in the world. But they had this uh, little vignette called Danger Seekers, and it would just yeah. be stupid stuff like this. One white guy goes into this black neighborhood and yells the N word. You know, like oh, things okay. like that. Yeah. Um, these guys do this kind of shit, and I don't oh, yeah. understand what's the point. Like this one dude, uh, this big old Mexican guy, all tatted up and shit, is like working on his car. <laughs> Right? Like out in front of his house. And this fucking guy comes up that's just doing a prank and he gets into his car and is about to try and start it up. And this guy catches him. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. It's just a prank. It's just a prank. And of course, Dude, he gets you could get up. killed. Yeah. Like you can get killed. I don't understand it, man. I don't know who's got it worse. Them or like process servers. I've, you know, every process server, I've only met two. Both of them seem like they love their job. Of course they do. Were they, let me ask you a question. Were they assholes? No. Do they have assholeish tendencies? No. I always figured that would be the case. Because they like everyone their freedom. That, yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Um, and to be fair, one of my friends was a processor. He's not an asshole. But I do think that there's got to be that demographic of people. Oh, no question. That want to do that because they love to give you the bad news. Absolutely. No question. I mean, I, I, and they just get, I mean, some, some of them get paid really well, man. If you're willing to go far enough, you can get paid really well. No, I think there's just a level of danger. I don't want to deal with that. No I don't want to I don't want to deal with uh, being a repo man. No. Trying to get shot for no. some bank. No. I don't want to go to anyone's house for any reason technically. I don't yeah, want to be want... like, "Hey, I'm you're going to be a a door-to-door salesman for solar." No. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you it doesn't really take much to get people crazy. I remember one time this was like, fuck, it was probably probably tw- almost 20 years ago. I remember we were at another house. 
And for whatever reason, I just completely forgot to pay my PG&E bill. I just, it, I just blew that shit off. Didn't yeah. even think about it. And I think I actually did it for a couple of months. Like just, I've never done that before, but for whatever reason I did at that time. And this dude knocked on my door like eight o'clock in the morning. He's like, Hey, I'm from PG&E and we're going to go ahead and shut you down. I'm like, Oh, Jesus. Oh shit. I didn't pay. Let me pay you real quick. No, nah, it's too late, man. Like he was Jesus. enjoying himself. He's like, it's too late. So I'm going to go ahead and shut this down. Uh, you've been told this and now you can handle it on your own. Like he was enjoying himself. So of course and I lost my shit on him. But it wasn't his fault. You know, I mean, he's he was just doing, doing his job. job. He's just doing, he's doing his, his job. job. Yeah, exactly. All but right, people cool. do love that shit. Anyway, I'm not one of them. You know what I mean? I like to give the good news, Steve. I like to be congratulations. You're a father, or congratulations. Unless they want, if they, if they don't want to be a father, like, that right? could be bad news too. Yeah, that could be bad news too. But you know, hey, guess what? You got that promotion. You know what it's I'm saying? Good news for the time being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you all the shit that's gonna happen after that. Exactly. I I'm just cr- work. I don't know. Like this feels very unnatural. We'll get going out here, Steve. But it, it feels very unnatural to me. I'm still. I'm trying to do this new level of optimism. You know what Good. I'm saying? I'm, I'm a different person now, Steve. I'm telling you. Good. So I'm trying to work it out. It's just it's a little awkward right now. It's like that's I say okay. The wrong thing. I'm digging it though. I'm I say the wrong thing sometimes. You know. Hello. Hey, there you are. Oh my god, dude. Something's cutting out on your side. I don't know what Jesus it is. Jesus Christ, dude. You're trying to make me crazy, Steve. Oh, that was close. All right. People, I love you guys so very much. And maybe I'm wrong about The Last of Us and it's going to be an amazing show. But you got to understand, folks, I've been burned before. I don't want to be burned again. Burn me once, shame on you. Burn me twice, shame on me. What what, what I'm going to say is I'm not going to be burned again. I love you all. Peace. Are you like the who? You won't get fooled again. I've never heard that song. I give up. I give up. And with that, see you later, everybody. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I'm Dan. This is Here's a Noise. That is Steve. He has never listened to The Who. Isn't no. that weird? It's kind of weird, right? Just I'm literally like, The Who? It's That's a little weird, but it's Steve Hudson, and I love him to death. Hey, quick advance, a little notice here. I want to say happy birthday to a wonderful person by the name of Favon. You're a beautiful woman. Thank you. Just thank you for existing. Happy birthday to you. Yes. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to stop talking. We'll talk to you next time. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Thank you.